Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I am that dude, Bodkins. Patty da Patty. That's ridiculous. No way. There's nobody else out there. He's your guy. Give a big round of applause for the one and only Bodkin Show. I'm going to repeat that again, folks. I didn't stutter. Welcome to the Bodkins Show. Hey, good evening, folks. I about said good morning to you because I come to you so much in the morning time, but we are live here uh, right now. This is the Bodkin Show Week 1 NFL Picks uh, Preview Show, whatever you want to call it, Week 1 NFL Preview Show. Uh, We're going to be doing this every Wednesday night about this time, 8.30, 8.45 Central Time Zone. So if you're on the East Coast and you're a friend of ours, uh, stay up a little late. We're going to be picking every game against the spread, giving you our thoughts. And at the back end of the show, uh, the K&K boys are going to be giving some fantasy advice. Each week we hope to have uh, a special pick them. And speaking of the K- special person, special guest picking them, uh, before we get into it to- tonight, make sure you check out the Bodkins Weekly Wrap-Up Show. I put that out this morning. Uh, it is now on uh Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but uh, always on the YouTube on Let's Talk Sports and um, right here on the Bodkins channel. So please check that out. I had a lot of good stuff. Caught everybody up in the sports. I went on some major rants of my Iowa Hawkeyes, the Chicago Bears. And speaking of the Bears, uh, huge Bear fan. You guys know him. Always a member of the show. Going to be joining us every Wednesday, giving us fantasy advice, giving us his pick advice. My main man, Kay with the Craig. How Craig, doing, what's man? up, man? What's up, man? How we doing? All right, good, man. We are uh, less than 24 hours away from kicking off uh, 2002, 2022-2023 uh, NFL season, Craig. I mean, we had the extraordinary offseason. We talked a little bit up Sunday night, but I got the energy back. I didn't have the juice Sunday night when we was talking, Craig. But you know me, I'm bringing the juice tonight. I'm ready. And more importantly, Craig, I am ready for our special guest speaker, our special guest picker. I keep, I am all over the place tonight, boys. Our special guest picker, uh, host of the Nova Nation College Football Wrap-Up Show. You can see him right here on the Let's Talk Sports Network. Give it up for our guest picker tonight, Mr. Rob Logan. Rob, on, thanks uh, for joining us, my man. Hey, thank you for having me. I, I've had a couple of glasses of Mountain Dew, so I, I'm pumped up myself, so I'm ready to go. All right, my man. Hey, Rob, how are you feeling uh, about the, uh, you know, new season as approaches us? And what's your what's your team? Obviously, you can see I'm a Packers fan. Craig's riding with the Bears, so we represent the NFC uh, North around here all the time. Oh, that's right, the Chargers. Hey, Herbert. Herbert, we're going to get into the Chargers. We talked about that on AFC, on the AFC West preview uh, show. Craig's a diehard Herbert fan, aren't you, Craig? Yeah, I'm somewhat of a Justin Herbert fanboy. I don't know if it's happened uh, just because I've had him every year in fantasy that he's been in the league and he's done me real well. Um, but, man, you got to like all the tools that kid brings to the table. Yeah, so, uh, boys, let's go ahead and hop into it. I know Rob's on the East Coast, so it's getting uh, late, and we're not going to try to uh, keep Rob up late past his bedtime here. So uh, let's get into it. First game here. We'll do this. There we go. 
Uh, well, that's not what I need. This is what I need. Sorry, boys. We're, we're working with amateurs here. Here we go. So we can see the first game of the first game tomorrow night. Like I said, less than 24 hours away. Uh, we got Buffalo minus two and a half. The favorite going into L.A. Uh, so it's still kind of a pick em game. Anything under three and a half is a pick em game to me. Uh, so it's Buffalo minus two and a half versus the Rams defending champs at plus two and a half. Rob is our special guest picker. I'm going to let you go first here. Buffalo minus two and a half are Rams at plus two and a half. Well, if you look and, and watch the TV, everybody, I think, unanimously have been picking Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. So they obviously cannot lose the first week. So uh, I'm picking Buffalo, giving the two and a half. Like you said, that's merely a field goal. Uh, they have an incredible defense. Uh, we'll see what the offense can do, but that defense will definitely stop um, the Rams' offense. Craig, how do you like this one shaping out? So um, kind of like you said, everybody's on the Bills' bandwagon, and uh, Josh Allen's coming out, I mean, sounding – like he's got a chip on his shoulder. They, uh, I mean, it was a heartbreaking way to finish the year off last year. But coming into L.A., I mean, they're hanging the banner. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Like you said, two and a half is a pick game. But I think this game's going to come down to a last-second field goal. Um, if I if I was taking the money line, I'm probably taking Buffalo. But uh, with, with two and a half points, I'm going with the Rams. So uh, here's the thing is, I just have a thing about these Thursday night games. And like you guys alluded to, everybody's picking Buffalo. They added Von Miller to that defense, but the Rams lost Von Miller. Uh, so it's kind of a Von Miller, maybe revenge type game. I don't really think so because the Rams tried to bring him back. But uh, both teams recruiting for Odell, right? Like you see both teams out there wanting to bring Odell back in. It's just something about those Thursday night games that the, the defending champ really doesn't lose very often. I don't know what the record is, but I guarantee the champ is usually under, you know, has a winning record in those Thursday night games. Uh, so I'm me and Craig here. We're locking it in. We're picking the Rams at uh, plus two and a half. I think it's going to be a close game, but I got the Rams. I just think once they get that uh, ring, they got the ceremony. Give it up for the Rams. It'll be a close one. But Matthew Stafford and them boys, they're going to be ready to go. They added out, brought in Allen Robinson uh, to kind of replace that OBJ, Robert Woods. Uh, I'm excited to see what the Rams can do. The Rams, just their defense is going to be really stellar. And I, not that Buffalo's not going to be good. How, why is, before we get into this next game, why is everybody picking Buffalo? I just see it's like a unanimous, the talking heads uh, are all on Buffalo boys to win this whole thing. I mean, Buffalo. Rob, I mean, what's your take there? Yeah, I mean, Buffalo is kind of like the Chargers as far as they've always been the trendy pick, but has never really made it to where, you know, that equates to a Super Bowl win. So um, until they can prove or win a Super Bowl, I mean, what, you know, three losses in a row and one Super Bowl, uh, you know, for many years ago. But uh yeah, I mean, they got to prove that they can win first before you can really uh, jump on the bandwagon. At least that's that's my take on it. And, you know, Josh Allen, yeah, yeah, everybody's picking him for MVP as well. I'm, I'm not really sold on that. 
And uh, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, they got a great defense, though, so I think that's going to keep them in most games. Craig, I mean, the pressure's on Buffalo like it's never been on, probably since Jim Kelly and the boys. I mean, that's the last time the Bills were favored to win a Super Bowl. I mean, Rob kind of hit it. Is it, it's, is it Josh Allen? Is it because, like, they were so close with the Chiefs? Like, it, it just seems like everybody is picking this Buffalo team and Allen to win MVP. We we had different sides when we did our, our preview show on Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like about Buffalo. Uh, the defense is good. The offense is good. They had a great season last year, even though they had some guys banged up. Um, and then they, I mean, they looked great in the playoffs, you know. Um, I mean, they made New England look like they didn't even belong. And then that game with the Chiefs, it was, I mean, it, it was back and forth. One of the most exciting playoff games we've had in a long time. I mean, maybe ever. Um, the, my big thing against Buffalo is just the AFC is so loaded. Um, there's so many teams with so much talent in the AFC that it's kind of surprising to me how many people are are on the Buffalo train when you have, you know, Cincinnati's out there, Baltimore, uh, the Chargers. Uh, so I still feel like you can't count the Chiefs out. I know a lot of people are. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Buffalo's got – I mean, you look at their roster, man. They don't have a lot of holes. Every year they seem like they've – like Josh Allen's kind of taking smaller steps forward every – season that he's been in the league and you feel like at some point they're going to break through and this is i mean maybe the best chance they have all right let's get into the next game on the schedule here it looks like it's uh new orleans saints uh five and a half uh, um the favorite at minus five and a half going into atlanta uh who's uh plus five and a half craig how do you like this one uh are you taking the points with atlanta or are you, you taking the favorite with new orleans so um I'm taking Atlanta with the with the five and a half at home. It's a division game. I don't expect them to win the game, um, but I mean, open opening week at home division game. I just feel like they can they can keep it, you know, within less than a touchdown. So five and a half, I'm, I'm going to take Atlanta. Rob, I feel like uh, the Saints got a lot to prove here. Bringing Jamison, new head coach, they've had a lot of changes. I think Atlanta is one of the worst, uh, going to be one of the worst teams here. But can they keep it within a touchdown of New Orleans? I I am picking New Orleans to cover. Uh, I definitely think I'm very skeptical about Marcus Mariota and uh, and that Falcons offense. So uh, I'm going with the Saints, even though there's a lot of stuff going on with them. Jameis Winston uh, definitely when healthy is a very uh, good quarterback uh, throws a lot of touchdowns, doesn't really throw that many interceptions. So uh, I'm going with new Orleans to uh, cover the, the spread there. All right. Before I, before I give my pick up, I got a backup here. Uh, Kenny Ditson in his picks. Uh, he was all, he's in on the bills at minus two. So uh, looks like uh, I meant to mention that. So Rob and Rob and Kenny both on the Bills, while me and Craig are taking the Rams. And then we get to uh, Kenny's got uh, he's taking the Falcons at plus five and a half. And I'm with you, Rob. I just think that I just I'm not I'm not buying in on New uh, on Atlanta. It, it, whether it's a home home game or not, I don't care. It's week one. I think New Orleans just has more to prove. They have more offensive weapons. We Alvin Kamara obviously does, isn't getting suspended between now and Sunday. It doesn't seem like. Uh, and it, I think Michael Thomas has uh, a lot to prove. Jameis Winston has a lot to prove. 
I'm all in on the Saints. I said they'd get second in this division. Lock it in, boys. I'm in on uh, plus uh, minus five and a half on New Orleans. Good pick. Good pick. All right, so we get to uh, Craig's team here. Uh, San Francisco going into Chicago. Trey Lance getting the nod. They brought they Jimmy G sitting on the bench, but uh, they're bringing in. It's minus six and a half for San Francisco going into Chicago. New coaching staff, new GM in Chicago. Got rid of uh, Khalil Mack. I mean, no wide receivers to speak of, Craig. I'm gonna since this is your team again. I'll go back to you here. Uh, are you taking your boys at uh, plus six and a half? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I got to first of all, I'm the homer, but six and a half points at home. And you kind of know how where I'm at with San Francisco, man. I think there's going to be some growing pains with Trey Lance. Um, they're saying George Kittle might be a little banged up and might miss the game. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game um, for San Francisco to go into and win um, with Trey Lance's first start of the season. So with the six and a half points, I'm taking Chicago. Rob, are you all in on, on, on Trey Lance? I see you uh, kind of going, wow. So wow. You, you, so you're <laughs> betting against your own team? No, he took – he's taking the – the he's taking the – you're taking the Bears, right, at plus okay. six and a half? Yeah, I'm taking the Bears plus six and a half. All right, and you're, you're a San Fran? No, no he's I'm a Bears a guy. guy. Oh, he's a Bears guy. Okay, I got you. All right, I was going to say, whoa, you know, betting against your team. But uh, I I <laughs> – I think San Francisco covers uh, Chicago. I mean, they have no weapons. San Francisco will probably be able to move the ball uh, better than, than the, the bears will. I'm going with San Francisco to cover um, in this game. Yeah. I mean, you look at the bears uh, getting rid of Mac, their, their offensive line is st- the bears offensive line is still not very good. And, the 49ers got some dogs on that defense still uh, when you talk about Bosa and them boys. The 49ers, I, I hope the best for Justin Fields. It seems like everybody's already sort of poo-pooing on him, uh, whether it be some people in Chicago, some people outside of Chicago. Uh, they're just not buying into him. But I hope the kid does well. Uh, I just I just don't think they that his team and that organization did him any favors in the offseason. Uh, Kenny here said he's taking the Niners minus seven. So, and I'm kind of with you and Kenny, uh, Rob. I'm taking the night. Well, he wrote minus seven, but it's six and a half. Uh, but I'm taking the 49ers here as well. I just think, like Rob said, the 49ers are going to be able to move the ball. The Bears are not. They're going to get, it's going to be short field. Uh, I hope they take, I think it's going to be short field for a lot of their possessions. They're going to take advantage of that, whether it's field goals. And a couple touchdowns. Hope it's Trey Lance throwing a couple touchdowns to Brandon Ayuk to help the fantasy fantasy team. But hey, I'll take it. I'm gonna take San Francisco. Lock it in at plus six and a half here. All right, boys, we're gonna move right along. We got uh, Pittsburgh. They uh, came out and said uh, Mitch Trubisky is gonna be their quarterback, their starter. Uh, they still got a good defense, and they're taking. They're going in against the defending AFC champions. At uh, minus at plus six and a half, Pittsburgh is Cincinnati, the AFC reigning AFC champions who went on a, a run like we've never seen really, uh, unprecedented type run that we didn't see coming. I, I love Joey Burrow, but at minus six and a half, Rob, how are you feeling about this Pittsburgh and uh, Cincy game? Well, <laughs> I I'm going. I'm just going to say it first. 
uh, I'm, I'm taking Cincinnati, um, given the points. Uh, I, Pittsburgh, to me, uh, settling with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, that, that really does scare me uh, as far as on the offensive side. And, um, you know, they got, they got that, that, that pick, that, that rookie who could possibly, you know, be more exciting than somebody like Mitch Trubisky uh, on the bench. I think they should have started him because for me, the Steelers are really in a rebuild type mode right now. Um, so I'm going with Cincinnati, obviously Burroughs, Chase, all those guys, uh, they're going to be firing at home. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with them. But I mean, here's a, here's the thing you say Pittsburgh's in this rebuild mode. That defense is not in rebuild mode. That defense is win now mode. Their offensive weapons are win now mode. The only thing that they don't really have is an offensive line. Uh, and I, I'm going to, uh, before, like, I let Craig, I'm just going to rebuttal what you kind of, I mean, Mitch Trubisky right now is better than Ben Roethlisberger week one of last year and e- even two years ago. I, I To me, I, I think I would go with the rookie. So you're on, you're just on Kenny Pickett. You're on, on Kenny. Craig, Mitch Trubisky coming from your, your, your that's your, uh, your guy. And I feel like here lately I've become a Mitch Trubisky guy. And when I was used to be poo-pooing on him, but now I, the roles have reversed where I'm sticking up for Mitch. But That's because he's not on the Bears anymore. That's exactly, Rob. Exactly, Rob. He's easy <laughs> guy to, to defend now. Uh, Craig, I mean, is are you in on Mitch in Pittsburgh or – but you know, I got that love for Joey B as well. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I've said it a few times on how I feel about Cincinnati this year, and I feel like that Super Bowl loser hangover is a real thing. And I'm, I'm 100% agreeance with you. I'll take Mitch Trubisky um, week one right now over the Ben Roethlisberger that we got last year. Um, we all remember the Mitch Trubisky that we saw, and that was the Matt Nagy Mitch Trubisky. Um, and everything that he did to kind of like destroy Mitch there in Chicago. Mike Tomlin is a different breed of coach, and I have full confidence that we're going to see somewhat of a different Mitch Trubisky um, here in Pittsburgh. Now, unfortunately for Mitch, I do feel like Kenny Pickett is their guy. The writing's on the wall that that's going to be his job. The city's behind him. Uh, Some of the teammates are behind him. But everybody there seems like they love Mitch too, and I just I think Mike Tomlin's going to get better out of Mitch than what Matt Nagy was getting there towards the end for sure. Um, so again, here get with six and a half points, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know that I take them on the money line here in this game, but with six and a half, I'm going to, I'm going to take them to keep it within that their defense is good. Cincinnati did. I mean, they put hurtings on that defense last year, but I've just got, I got faith Pittsburgh can keep it close. So, so Kenny's out. He's, he's with you, Craig, you guys have both got Pittsburgh. Uh, here's the thing is I talked about Pittsburgh's offensive line. What Cincinnati d- realizes we have a, uh, a all-star all pro caliber quarterback. If we don't protect him and give him more time, that costs us winning a Super Bowl. We better get our butts out there and get a freaking offensive line. And they went out and bought drafted every offensive line they could find every offensive lineman they could find it's a stick them around Joe Burrow I mean, Rob already hit on the weapons. I mean, you're talking Jamar Chase, Higgins, Joe Mixon. They did lose their uh, Oz- Ozamawa, the, the tight end. But, I mean, hey, 
with the weapons they got, they still have uh, Tyler Boyd there as well. I, you know me. I loved me some Joey B. I'm sticking with the Bodkins Bengals, baby. It's plus six and a half. Lock it in. All right, so the next game we got here, uh, uh, New England headed down to Miami. This is an interesting game as well. Uh, the Patriots, who knows what, what they're going to look like? Who knows who's calling their plays? And then you got Miami. Adding to Tyreek Hill, new coach, new offensive coach. I've said multiple times the two people who have the most pressure this season is Tua and Jalen Hurts. Uh, so, Craig, I'll go back to you here. Are you taking the Patriots? This is a pick'em game at plus two and a half uh, for the the Patriots. Are you taking the Dol the new improved Miami Dolphins? I'm gonna take the Dolphins here. Um, the Patriots. I mean. They've got some question marks going on here early on, and I, I said it kind of when we broke down the divisions. I still believe in Bill Belichick, and I believe in the Patriots, but I also feel like one thing the Patriots are good for is going down to Miami and laying a turd once a year. Uh, it just seems like they do that quite often. Um, and Usually in December, not no, in September, though. That's the problem. Yeah, Um I don't know. I just I think the Dolphins got a little bit of swag right now, um, and I think this is a big – kind of week one showcase for them at home, come out um, against the Patriots, the team that's ran the division for decades. Um, so I feel like it's a good opportunity for the, them to kind of come out and uh, make a showing. So I'm taking uh, the Dolphins minus three and a half. Rob, are you buying into this Miami hype machine or is it, you know, business as usual, even though the outside world is talking about all these question marks in New England, but I don't think the inside – of that locker room, they're asking too many questions of what the hell is going on. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm buying Miami. Uh, at some point, you know, there's always a lot of talk around Miami uh, now. You know, with Tua now, with him getting, uh, you know, uh, some weapons around him, uh, he's supposed to now have this big jump in his play. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen this year. So I think there's more of an urgency. And this being a divisional game, like right off the bat, I think this is an urgency for the Dolphins to really make a statement. And like you guys said, it's a pick em game. Miami's at home. So I'm going with Miami. So Rob is in on Miami. So you and Craig Kenny is, uh, he is picking the, uh, he picked the, he picked the Patriots. So he's got the Patriots. I've gone back and forth on this game. And I really have. I, I mean, like I, I just mentioned, the, the pressure on Tua, what they've done. They brought in a lot of stuff to help him. They even brought in uh, Chase Edmonds, the new running back. But it seems like every time we think the Patriots are freaking dead, that this evil empire is dead, somehow – some way they figure out a way. And right now, everybody's saying that they're going to be possibly, you know, third in this division, including myself. I think I'm locking it in. I'm riding with the evil empire one more time. Bill Belichick gets it done on opening day. You get Bill Belichick, I mean, weeks to prepare. When's the last time Bill Belichick won, lost a, a week one game? Like, that's the real question. Uh, you know, so I'm locking it in. I'm going Pats here. 
All right, let's get to it. We're almost to the afternoon games here. Uh, Baltimore, I think we're kind of Baltimore at plus or minus six and a half going into the Jets. Joe Flacco revenge game, Rob, here. Uh, Jets are plus six and a half. Are you taking Joey Flacco to get it done in the revenge game? I was just going to say two words, Joey Flacco, <laughs> and then pick, and pick the Ravens because uh, I think that's all that needs to be said of where the Jets are right now. Craig, is it is it the are you buying into the Joe Flacco revenge game? Um, I am buying into it the same way that Rob is buying into it. I'm buying into the Joe Flacco game means I'm definitely taking the Ravens to cover the points in this game. Um, I also feel like Baltimore is, I mean, not in a similar spot as Miami, but they're a team I feel like that I mean they want to come out week one and just put a smoking on the Jets and remind everybody that the Ravens are a team to deal with in the AFC. You know, Lamar was hurt. Uh, for a chunk of last season, and they kind of fizzled off. Um, and, you know, I mean, they were my Super Bowl pick in our in our division breakdown. So I think the Ravens are going to be kind of playing with a chip this year, and I feel like the Jets are in for a doozy. So uh, one of my idols as a kid was uh, uh, Chris Berman, and when everybody would pick the same team, he'd say, because Kitty's picking Baltimore, so you're all on Baltimore. Well, guess what? We're all on Baltimore, baby. Lock it in. We're all on Baltimore. Uh, too easy. There's nothing to be said there. You guys already kind of covered it. We're getting down here. Jacksonville going to the Washington Commanders. Jacksonville plus three and a half. New coach. I had NFL coach for the first time in two years. Uh, you know, we know the disaster that was with Urban Meyer. and But the Commanders here bringing in Carson Wentz as their quarterback carousel continues. Craig, are you taking – uh, the commanders at uh, plus th three and a half or, or minus three and a half. Or are you taking the points with Jacksonville at plus three and a half? You're on mute, the big dog. Sorry. Um, in, a, in a game like this one, I'm taking the team that's going to give me some points along with them. So I'm going to take Jacksonville um, since – you know they're the, they're on the plus side. I don't I don't really have a whole lot of belief on either one of these teams. And coming into week one, I mean I mean who knows? Both these teams got a lot to show, um, and we've got a lot to learn about them. Um, we can talk about the Commanders' defense, but that defense didn't do a whole lot for them early on last season. Um, and then the Jaguars have added some pieces. You know, new coaching staff, Trevor Lawrence, year two, um, Travis Etienne back and healthy. I'm. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Either way. So, like I said, in a game like this, I'm going to take the team um, that's that's the dog. So, if you're going to give me some points with the Jags, that's the way I'm going to go. Rob, no Chase Young here. He's out for at least for the first four games, and there's multiple reports about his ACL injury, whether it's re-injured, whether the team's happy, or whether it's he's healthy and on track. But either way, no Chase Young. Uh, obviously, probably one of the. I think when healthy, it's going to be a, a huge is a huge difference for them. But, uh, you know, they bring it in Carson Wentz. Are you are, are you looking at uh, Trevor Lawrence here making this huge step with Doug, Doug Peterson and them boys? Uh, he'll definitely make a big step. But this game is very interesting. Uh, I, I'm on the East Coast. I'm, I live in New Jersey. Uh, hear a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and this game has Philadelphia Eagles written all over it. Doug Peterson obviously being the former coach of the Eagles and also him coaching – uh, the quarterback or used to coach the quarterback of the Washington uh, uh, commanders. Now uh, Carson Wentz, 
I've seen Carson Wetz play a lot. I, I'm not sold on his play at all. Um, I think Jacksonville will be better coached. They'll be better prepared. And um, with them getting the points, I think this is um, a, a Jacksonville uh, covering the spread and actually winning this game outright um, because of, you know, I'm not sold on the on on the Washington Commanders, uh, especially without uh, they're you know on the defensive side, um, you know losing you know when they you know losing who they are losing. So I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah, not having Chase Young hurts that defense. That that team took like a real nosedive last year when he was out. I mean, they're still they still got a lot of good players, but he sets the tone for that defense. Uh, the only thing I wouldn't say is like you said they were going to be out coached. I'm a big believer in Ron Rivera. Uh, he's done a, extraordinary things there in Washington. Oh, yeah. In, 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 yeah, Rivera's a great coach, and and I'm not taking anything away from them, but you know, I, I just think from a not necessarily a coaching standpoint against one another, but Doug Peterson coaching um, Trevor with, Lawrence gotcha. would be a big difference. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think that because I don't think Carson Wentz listens to anybody. I think that's why you've seen him go to three different teams in the last three years. That's a sign of either. A guy's not a locker room guy. Nobody wants you and nobody likes you because you're either doing stupid stuff or you're not taking things serious. Uh, and so I think there's, that's a huge red flag for a player. And the commanders here are taking the shot on him. I mean, the Colts gave up first round pick for him and said, get him out after one year. Uh, and, and we'll take Matt Ryan. He clearly is not the guy. We're still going to find out if Trevor Lawrence is that guy in college two years. What was it? Two years ago. And that Alabama game looked like he was just going to be the next big thing uh, last year to some, no credit. I mean, not discredit of himself, but just that was a mess in Jacksonville. Both these organizations top the, it starts with the owners and the GMs. They're both the owners, especially are idiots. Uh, I, I have no business running football teams. Dan Snyder, get him out. Uh, Tony Khan's too busy running soccer. D- doesn't get him out. Like he, they shouldn't be NFL head owners, and it, it, it trickles down. But uh, that, with that being said, Kenny's got the commanders. But I'm with you, boys. Lock it in. I think the Jags could win this game outright, so give me plus three and a half on the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, I'm going to have to scroll down here. Let me so where We'll put that game at the top. So it looks like the next game here, boys, it's uh, the Baker Mayfield revenge game. Uh, Cleveland going with Jacoby Brissett after the Watson suspension, going against their going to Carolina against their former quarterback, who is uh, Carol, the Pickham game. At this is uh, Carolina's favored by minus two and a half. Rob, are you uh, picking here? Baker, are you all in on the Baker Mayfield revenge tour? Uh, I like to start by saying I'm a huge Nick Chubb fan. I, I loved him when he played for Georgia. Uh, I thought he was awesome back then. Great running back. And uh, he's obviously going to have to carry a huge load uh, for the Browns uh, in the beginning of the season. With that being said, though, I, I, I am going to pick Carolina with Baker Mayfield, you know, that revenge. I definitely think that's something uh, – Carolina maybe has a little bit better weapons around him. Uh, so I'm picking Carolina at home uh, to, uh, you know, to cover that spread there. 
Craig, I kind of have a feeling the way you're going here already uh, due to our our division uh, breakdowns. But, I, I mean, you're a big uh, Nick Chubb guy too. Yeah, man, I've always been a huge Nick Chubb fan. Um, but, I mean, I, I said it during our division breakdowns, I'm kind of on the Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, chip on the shoulder season. And, I mean, I feel like Baker's had this game circled since Carolina gave him the phone call. And I just – I'm taking the Panthers um, in this one, and I mean, I, like I've been saying it, man. I want to see, I want to see Baker crotch grabbing on the sidelines and plant a fat flag at midfield when it's all over, and uh, bring College Baker back out with that chip on the shoulder. I feel like, you know, the Browns spent so long looking for a quarterback, and then they got one that beat Pittsburgh in a playoff game on the road and took the Chiefs to the brink and then came back and battled all season through a shoulder injury. And they said, hey, we're kicking you out of town for this guy that's got all these lawsuits and is probably not going to play uh, next season. So I just I feel like Baker's got a lot to prove, and I feel like he's got that chip on his shoulder. And what better way to, you know, get it going than week one against a team that lets you go? Yeah, Kenny uh, took uh, the Browns here. So Craig just hit the nail on the head to me. The Browns are going to get re reap what they sow. You spent – 20-plus years searching for a, a quarterback to get you to the playoffs. The kid does. He's really a Chad Henney uh, QB sneak away from taking you to the AFC Championship game. That wasn't on Baker Mayfield that game. The defense let Chad Henney outdo him because, remember, Pat Mahomes got hurt in that divisional round game. Chad Henney sneaks it, it, sneaks it. Chiefs win, and then Baker – does his best he can do, plays hurt throughout most of the season last year. Probably shouldn't have. Probably should have sat out more games, but he's a dog and fought through it, tried to play, uh, was very scrutinized throughout the whole season, didn't play up to his, you know, his level. But I I'm with you, Craig. When a guy's got a chip on his shoulder and he can do the big double birds to, to the guys across, especially Stefanski and the GM and everybody else, lock it in. I'm in on the Baker Mayfield revenge game, baby. All right, boys, uh, let's keep it moving right along here. Uh, we got my Super Bowl pick here, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. The biggest spread at minus eight and a half going to Houston. So, I mean, Craig, we're uh, Rob. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go with you, Rob. Are we looking here at a uh, two-score game? Uh, I, I do think the Texans are going to surprise people. I've, I'm a big Lovey. Me and Craig both kind of like Lovey Smith because we've seen him for so many years in our division. He's going to have them boys prepared, but the Colts roster stacked is top to bottom is just really good. I think they had like seven all pro players on that team or pro bowl players last year. Uh, I'm expecting them to make a deep run here with Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, there's so many question marks surrounding Houston that it's really hard to, especially without seeing them play, uh, you know, meaningful time, um, you know, week one, obviously you don't really know how much, um, you know, they're going to be. So it's very hard to pick Houston. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, like you said, they have uh, a lot of talent there. Matt Ryan hopefully has one more good season left in him. Uh, I believe he does. And, um, you know, they got a, a really good coaching staff uh, there as well with the Colts. Um, familiar with uh, Frank Reich, with um, 
his time being a Charger uh, QB coach. So um, I'm going with the Colts. Craig, are you uh, picking your boy Lovey Smith to cover here? I mean, it's almost a two-score, eight and a half. It's dang near two scores here. Uh, you know, whether it's a touchdown, a field goal, two touchdowns. That's a, it's kind of a big-ass week one. It's the biggest spread there is right now. Yeah, eight and a half is a lot, and uh, it's understandable because a lot of people are picking the Texans to be one of the worst teams in football and, you know, picking the Colts to be a Super Bowl contender. Um, but eight and a half points at home with Lovey Smith, I'm going to I'm gonna take the Texans. Um, I think the Colts win the game outright, but eight and a half points, I think, I think the Texans are going to surprise some people. I think this game is going to be – a run fest and I feel like the Texans are going to be able to keep it within, you know, at the end within the eight and a half. So, I mean, we, we kind of alluded to uh, Indy here. Their big change was the quarterback position. Last time we saw them, they had everything. They went down to Jacksonville and everything to play for. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. They're in the playoffs. They went down there and put on a choke job. And the, the only real big major move they made, on that, they didn't fire their coach. They didn't fire the GM. They didn't make any other, you know, huge changes. And the major change they made was that quarterback. And this is now they're bringing in Matt Ryan. They're hyping up Matt Ryan. I think that they got that nasty taste in their mouth from last year. They're going to show that they're not the Colts from last year, that it was stinking Carson Wentz, and that Matt Ryan is an absolutely dog and is going to lead them here i'm normally this is a high pick but i'm right i'm putting my money where my mouth is i picked the colts to go to the dang super bowl so i gotta pick them to cover the spread on week one lock it in eight and a half on any baby all right let's get to it <clears throat> uh rob's mentioned he's from you know in jersey here's a lot of this Philly talk. I, I mentioned it at the top. The, the player, one of the players that had the most pressure is Jalen Hurts. They make a lot of moves, bringing AJ Brown in. Uh, they're minus what is it? Uh, four and a half going to Detroit. Uh, Detroit plus four and a half. Detroit. Look, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm buying into the hard knocks uh, hype here. Uh, Dan Campbell. Hey, I tell you what, man, that Jalen Hurts is going to run, man. But we're gonna we're gonna bite some kneecaps off, man. Craig, man, I, I just think, uh, what are you thinking here? Are, are, are you, is the Lions biting kneecaps off, or is, uh, are, you know, is it is uh, the the Eagles going to take it at minus four and a half? Uh, this is another one of those games where, I mean, money line, I'm taking the Eagles, but with the spread, I'm taking the Lions. Man, the Lions were in a ton of close games last year, and they took a ton of good teams. Um, you know, there to the end. Now, I feel like the big thing for the Lions is they they got to learn how to win, and I don't know if they're there yet. Um, so I'm not going to pick them to to beat Philly. Philly's, you know, had a great draft, good off season. Um, I think the Eagles are going to be tough this year, but the Lions just have a way of keeping things close somehow. They just they they don't find ways to win games if they keep it close. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Lions. Rob, I mean, you hear it all in Philly. I know you hear all the chatter about how, how much pressure is going on in Philadelphia. And Nick Sirianni, they brought in uh, Brad Berry, the corner as well. I mean, they're in a win-now mode, and we talked about it. It's all on Jalen Hurts' you know, shoulders. Uh, are you buying in here, or, or which way are you thinking? Well, you know, historically, when the Eagles play the Lions, it, they're always usually close games, regardless of – 
how good the Lions are or how good the Eagles are. They always seem to play close games. And, you know, you're, you're right. Jalen Hurts is really the, the biggest key and question mark, I think, in the NFL this year because the Eagles did go out and get a lot of talent to go around him. On the defensive side, they've gotten a lot stronger. And, you know, Hurts, you know, going back to his college days, uh, you know, he's a leader. He, he's, he's a student of the game. One of the things I talked about on another show is everybody talks about how much he studies the game. And I, I think that's like a phenomenal thing is he spends a lot of time understanding the game. He won't make mistakes. He puts himself in a good position. Um, so normally I would go and lean towards the lines, um, but I'm going to go all in with Philadelphia and, you know, given the four and a half and I'm picking the Eagles. So Kenny's in on Detroit. Uh, I, I think, I, I think we we're on the same show one time, Rob, and I said, you can study the film all you want, but you still don't, you still got to learn how to throw the damn ball. And Jalen Hurts is one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks there is. And it's gotten the fact that it's gotten better from where it was at shows you how bad he was when he was taking Alabama to the national title game and getting replaced by Tua that but he's come a long way and he continues to study. But here's the thing is, Detroit was the number one team against the spread last year. They've gotten better since last year. I, I actually got Detroit. Somehow I'm talking to myself picking Detroit to finish second in the division. So they got to start the season off on the right foot. Uh, what scares me is like, I don't know who's their offensive coordinator. There's some reports that Dan Campbell still might be calling plays. And then, they got this – their OC might be calling plays. So, who knows? That's a little worrisome. But once they got rid of their old offensive coordinator last year, about halfway through the year, they turned the – they seem to have turned the 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 leaf, right, turned the corner. Uh, Jared Goff looked a lot better. They've given them some – they're bringing in some weapons. DJ Chark, I know uh, Williamson's going to be out for the next four games as he recovers from the ACL surgery that he had in college. But at plus four, I'd probably like the Eagles' money line – but I'm taking Detroit. Lock it in. The Missouri boys are together. Uh, plus four here. Uh, taking Detroit. All right, we got the uh, the New York Giants uh, bringing in uh, Dayball from the from Buffalo to be their coach. They still got Danny Dimes, and they're going against uh, at plus five and a half going to Tennessee. Uh, the Titans still got Derrick Henry. They did lose AJ Brown, but some people forgot that they brought in Robert Woods. They did bring in Burks. Uh, Rob, I mean, is I'm, you hear a lot of giant chatter. And I don't know if they're like, I don't know where the Giants are really. Are they like rebuilding? Are they think they're a playoff team? Kind of give us some insight before you make your pick here because I don't hear a lot of giant talk, thank God, because I can't, I don't, not a fan of them. But uh, what what is going on there in New York? Are they rebuilding? They, they they added all these weapons like a year ago or so. What's going on with Kenny Galladay? Like they gave him this huge contract, and now it's like, is he even going to play? The, I, there's so many questions surrounding the Giants. It's not even funny. And I think there's so many questions that there really hasn't been a lot of talk in this area about the Giants at all. <laughs> Um, nobody nobody knows how to answer the questions. No, and, and it's honestly – and that's really a bad you know, spot to be in where there's no even like clear-cut drive 
of where this team is going. Um, like you said, there's so many things going on with them on both sides of the ball, on their coaching staff. I, I, I don't know, you know, and with all that being said, you know, I'm, I'm almost smack dab right in, in the middle of New Jersey. So I hear a lot, you know, from the North with the Giants. And then I hear obviously the South with the Eagles and there is no chatter whatsoever on the Giants. Uh, I, I don't really hear a lot about them. So uh, in this game, going down to Tennessee is going to be tough. Uh, the spread is less than a touchdown. So I, I'm going to go pick uh, Tennessee until we can you know, get some kind of idea of what this Giant team really is. Craig, are you in on the the Giants? We know, so I mean, we don't know what the what the Giants are going to do. I do like Dayball. I thought he did an excellent job in uh, Buffalo, but I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy. We know what they're bringing. They're bringing the freaking dump truck, Derek Henry, and they're going to run it down your throat. And I, he, Craig, I mean, so are you picking the? Who knows what the heck they're going to do? Are you picking the for sure thing? We know exactly what they're going to bring. So again, if we're picking money line, I'm uh, I'm taking the Titans in this game. I don't have a lot of belief in the Giants, but we don't really know what the Titans passing game looks like right now, and we don't really know what the the Titans, you know, secondary and defense is going to look like and how well it's going to hold up. I think the Titans are going to play their game. They're going to want to make it dirty and gritty, and they're going to pound it with Derrick Henry which makes me feel like they're going to win the game, but I feel like the Giants can keep it keep it somewhat close. I feel like the Giants might be able to score a little bit against this Tennessee defense um, because it isn't that great. So, again, um, money line, I'm taking Titans, but uh, plus five and a half, I'm going to take the Giants in this one. So, I mean, I think, like I kind of alluded to, we know what the Titans are going to do. They're, Craig's kind of right. It's probably going to be uh, – I don't know what the over-under is. I'd almost probably take the under in this game. Uh, just because I think that the Titans are going to want to keep it kind of low scoring. Let's run the ball with Derrick Henry. But another guy who's got a lot of pressure on him, we talked about Tua and Jalen Hurts. Ryan Tannehill's got a lot of pressure on him. I mean, the, if they don't uh, win in the postseason this year and make at least get back to the AFC Championship game, it's going to get real loud there because – the, I mean, while a lot of people will tell you it, from practices, people will say that uh, the rookie quarterback that they drafted is really inaccurate. But on the field, he's looked pretty good. At least he's mo very mobile, and Tannehill's very mobile too. So that I mean, there's they have some question marks, but I think that Tannehill's going to come out and have a nice big game. We just talked about the Giants got rid of their best corner and Bradbury for some absurd reason. So I'm in on the Titans. Kenny's in on the Titans. Craig's on the solo Giants uh, island there. So lock it in. Where I'm in on the on Tennessee at <clears throat> at minus six and a half. All right, now we're getting to. Uh, the uh, my team here, boys. It's a pick'em game. Green Bay at minus one and a half at Minnesota at plus one and a half. Craig, we all know that the Packers have no receivers to speak of, no Lazard, and we know that Minnesota probably has the top five receiver in Justin Jefferson, and then Adam Thielen's still, I mean, a top fifteen uh, wide receiver, maybe top twenty, whatever, somewhere in that fifteen to twenty range. The, their biggest question mark always has and always will be Kirk Cousins. They have Dalvin Cook, another top five, uh, you know, top five running back. But 
to me, I've said this over and over, Green Bay's defense is going to be a top five defense. And Minnesota's defense is going to still be a little questionable. They added some, but I'm going to go with you since this is your division. You taking uh, it's just a straight pick. I'm really Green Bay or Minnesota. Yeah, this this game. I mean, it basically is a pick 'em, and uh, it was it's a tough pick for me here. Um, I saw a stat: the Packers were under 500 on the road against the spread last year. Um, and I think this is going to be another one of those games that's just going to kind of be like a a lot of rushing. It's going to be um, kind of like a slower tempo game. Both these teams got great backfields and can run the ball. Dalvin Cook always seems to go ham against Green Bay. And, um, I mean, you guys know how I feel about the Packers' backfield as much as it pains me to say. Um, I think Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon both are going to have great seasons. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings in this one just because if the Packers are ever going to come out and lay an egg, it seems like it's going to be week one. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, doesn't doesn't do camp, doesn't do preseason. So this is basically the kick the rust off game for him. Last year, week one, he threw more interceptions than he did the rest of the season. Um, so I just in a pick 'em game like this, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings. It scares me because that Packers secondary is great, and I feel like I can see Kirk Cousins throwing the the pick that seals it late. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna still go with Minnesota in this one, Rob. I mean, Craig alluded to it. Uh, Rodgers isn't playing the preseason, but he's doing ayahuasca, baby, winning two MVPs. But it seems if they do lay an egg, uh, it is week one. And we saw that against the Saints a year ago where it was the worst game of the season for the Packers. Uh, you know, are you, you buying into uh, Aaron Rodgers here or are we picking Minnesota? Uh, I just want to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of your show. And I am so happy to be a guest, <laughs> and I'd like to be called back again. Hey, Rob, so, you don't have to. You don't have to kiss my ass, man. You don't got to kiss my ass. Good, because I really probably will go Minnesota, uh, <laughs> just based upon the fact of, um, you know, if there is a game where Aaron Rodgers is going to have an issue, it will be in this game. Uh, I like Davin Cook um, running the ball. I, I like running backs, especially in Week One. Uh, because that keeps the the um, the chains moving. So uh, at home, I'm going to go Minnesota. Kenny is on the Packers. He's a big uh, Aaron. Ro He's become an Aaron Rodgers stan here lately. The last uh, two three years, I'd say uh, since Pat since Aaron uh, has been on the Pat McAfee show every Tuesday. Kenny's fallen and loves probably Aaron Rodgers more than I do. And uh, he's not even a Packers fan. So he's in on the Packers. You already know, boys. I can't in a pick 'em game. I can't pick against my team and my guy. Uh, I do think this is going to be an Aaron Rodgers almost revenge game where everybody's talking about they don't have no receivers, they don't have this, they don't have Devontae. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for th over 300 yards and three freaking touchdowns, and then he's going to be dropping dimes and suck it signs on everybody. So I'm picking the Packers here to get it done in week one. All right, we're getting into the uh, another afternoon game. Kansas City minus four and a half going to Arizona. We know we talked about Tyreek Hill, the, no longer in Kansas City. Arizona, uh, no D hop for the first four four games, eight games. I, I think it's eight games, I believe. And uh, and then they brought in Hollywood Brown. A lot of pressure here on Kyler Murray. Got the big contract. 
Cliff Kingsbury got the contract extension, but they haven't proved anything either, Rob. Is this the year that they prove it? And can they prove it against Kansas City here at plus uh being the favorite or being the dog at plus four and a half? Well, you know, it's very interesting being um you know, following, you know, the AFC West, the Chiefs have two really tough games the first two weeks of the season. And, you know, God forbid if they lose both those games, where is that going to put them? Because that could potentially happen, um, losing this game uh, to Arizona and then obviously losing the following week to the Chargers. Um, so for the Chiefs, this is definitely a game where they need to come out show their dominance and and pick up a win going into um you know a, a tough situation playing against a team like Arizona who um obviously did really well last year. So uh for that reason I am going to pick Kansas City uh because I don't think they start the season out 0 and 2 and um I'm going with Kansas City in this game. Craig, I mean Arizona's kind of your second home there. Uh, and your second kind of team. But uh, Kyler Murray's got to – he always start, seems to start the season hot and then takes a dump. So this is kind of primetime Kyler Murray. But the Chiefs, it, it's not like they don't have a defense. No longer – no Tyrone Matthew there. But they added uh, Carlos Dunlap to go with Chandler Jones. They could get after him. It'll be interesting to hear. What are you? How are you feeling about this game? So I kind of feel about this game with Kansas City – um, kind of like you were saying about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I think this is the game where Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes come out and, you know, everybody's talking about the Bills and the Chargers and the Bengals and you lost Tyreek and you lost the Honey Badger and the Chiefs might not make the playoffs. I, I think Kansas City is going to come out and Patrick Mahomes is going to go ham week one. Um, I think Arizona, I mean, they do have a history of starting the season off hot, but without DeAndre Hopkins, I think no DeAndre Hopkins hurts Arizona a lot more than no Tyreek hurts Kansas City. And at the end of the day, I just I think Kansas City wins this game by a touchdown, maybe more. So Kitty's he he's got the Cardinals at uh he's taken the Cardinals for some reason he wrote plus six, but I guess he had he was looking at a different spread than what we're looking at. But hey, that's what you get for not being on the show, Kenny. On mine I had it at, at plus six also. But so four and a half this is yeah, this is the city. <laughs> right? Say <laughs> same. So I it must have went down somewhere. It must have went down uh or up somewhere. I don't know. But uh we'll just go on with what we got here. Oh, so Tanner over here, uh resident uh chief fan. He says it is up to six now. Rob, would you still – we're going to say it's at four and a half here just because that's what it is. Um, but on this paper, but somehow it got up to up to six. You still feel comfortable with the Chiefs at, at plus – at minus six? Well, well, yeah, because if you look at the line, uh, with it going up, that means that more bets uh, are going the Kansas City way because it's increasing the, the line there, um, right, because they are – Oh no, yeah, because they're yeah. giving the points, right? So yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, I would still I would still say with the with the Chiefs. And, that, and that's one of the things when I'm betting I, I do watch how the line does move. Um so this is a great example of that the the four and a half that we were looking at to the six, I would still stay with the Chiefs. So I'm kind of with you boys. I Craig kind of hit it for me. I just think it's a Patty Mahomes, Andy Reid revenge game. 
Uh, everybody's talking about everybody else. Everybody's talking about the Chargers winning this AFC West. Everybody's talking about the Bills winning the whole dang thing and being the best team. Everybody's talking about the ba- even the Bengals. No, here's the Kansas City Chiefs just waiting in the leaves. I think Andy Reid is like, I, he's got a, a you know just a, a astronomical like absolute incredible record in September and October. Uh, and then it's like he's another guy that seemed like there for a long time. The second half of the season, everybody figured him out, or he just ran out of plays. But his like first half of the season record is just through the roof. Lock it in. I'm taking the Chiefs plus six, plus 13. Lock it in. I'm in on Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid, baby. All right, we got one more game. It's Rob's L.A. Chargers. Uh, minus three and a half as the Raiders come to town. A, uh, a game, a revenge game of last year's last game of the season, last game of the regular season, where all they had to do, Rob, was just tie, and they would have got in. Just tie. And they couldn't even do that. Uh, so, Rob, I mean, it's almost it's a revenge game here for the Chargers. They got to get it. They all the a lot of people we talked about it was buying in on the Chargers here winning this division. Uh, they got to start the season off right at minus three and a half here against the Raiders. Totally agree. When you're looking at the 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 Western Division, in order to win the West, the Chargers are going to need to sweep somebody. They're going to need to win both games against one of these teams. And to me, the Raiders are the team that they will sweep for the season. Uh, So obviously I'm picking the Chargers. Um, You know, last year, that that last game of the season, that was was tough to uh, swallow for a lot of people. And uh, hopefully, you know, the Chargers and and Justin Herbert and all his weapons all feel the same. And – you know, that, that bookend tandem of Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa going after um, Derek Carr, uh, giving him happy feet, uh, he's going to turn the ball over. So it's going to be a, a Charger win, and um, they're going to cover the spread. Craig, we talked about it earlier. Joey, you're big, uh, I think off air, actually, a big Herbert guy. Uh, and they got your boy Khalil Mack, the Chargers did. Are you buying in on San Diego here at minus uh, three and a half? Yeah, um, I know we'll call them San Diego forever. Um, oh, did I say San Diego, LA? Yeah, <laughs> one of these days. Yes, um, I'm I'm with the Chargers, and I think Rob kind of hit the nail on the head for me. The difference maker, not only in this game, but um, just kind of as the season goes, I picked the Raiders last in this division because I think the pass rush coming after Derek Carr is going to be a problem. Man, they're just not. They don't have a lot on the offensive line there in Vegas, and I think at the end of the day. Um, you know, Derek Carr is going to make the turnover where Justin Herbert makes the play. Um, and a lot of that's going to be because I feel like Derek Carr is going to have pressure on him most of the game. So I'm going to take the Chargers not only to win, but I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. So Kitty's got the he's got the Raiders. I man, I'm kind of with you guys here. I think that the Chargers got to start the off on the right foot the the Raiders added Devontae Adams, but you know what they didn't add? An offensive freaking line. That's what they didn't add, and that's what they don't have, and that's going to be their downfall uh, of their season is they're not going to have an offensive line. I wouldn't be surprised if Derek Carr got hurt because he's going to take so many hits, and 
I'm with you, Rob. I'm taking the Chargers and the Powder Blues, baby. Lock it in. Give it up for the Chargers. All right, boys, we get to the Sunday night game, uh, and it is a doozy. Tom Brady, Tom Brady uh, going to Dallas in what is another pick'em game, minus one and a half. Uh, the Bucks are the favorite here, so it's a straight pick'em. Uh, Craig, who do you like here? It, Dallas or is Tom Brady still the goat and still riding? You know, still riding hot. So in our division uh, breakdown show. Um... I took the Bucks as my Super Bowl pick, but I feel like the Bucks are going to have a slow start. And honestly, I'm I'm taking Dallas on the money line in this one. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. Um, whoever loses this game, I mean, it's just it's an it's only an 0-1 start. But man, the media is going to have a heyday all week because um, it's going to be you know hell and brimstone in Dallas or Tampa. Um, cause I feel like there's going to be overreaction. There's always overreactions in Dallas. And I feel like there's always overreactions with Tom Brady. Um, and Tom Brady losing a couple games early on in the season, isn't anything new and kind of like with Aaron Rodgers, you know, Brady wasn't there at camp, uh, didn't participate in preseason. So I feel like there's a little bit of rust to kick off. And if, uh, Tom Brady's going to struggle a little bit, it's usually early on in the season. And, uh, so yeah, I'm going to take Dallas in this game. Rob, the Bucks brought in Julio, Russell Gage to kind of feel that A.B. Uh, noise. Chris Godwin's probably not playing here. Uh, he, I mean, we've been waiting for this Tom Brady downfall, I feel, for like 15 years, and the man has put like three Hall of Fame careers uh, together. Uh, are you still sticking with the GOAT, or are you uh, riding with the boys? Well, you know, it's very, very hard to pick against America's team. Um <laughs> You know, I, sometimes, you know, it's tough to do. But, um, you know, you can't bet against Tom Brady because uh, anytime you do, most of the time you lose. And um, in the past, I have lost many times betting against Tom Brady and his downfall. So uh, until I actually see it with my own eyes, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay um, over Dallas in this game. Kenny, the uh, Cowboy fan of the crew, picked obviously picked the boys. I'm with you, Rob. I don't pick against the GOAT. I'm going with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Somehow, some way, Tom will find a way. This is perfect Tom Brady time, boys. Everybody's saying, oh, he even said, hey, I got a bunch of crap going on at home. My wife's nagging me to retire. My kids are driving me nuts. I'm 40 years old. Look at my face. I got surgery on it. I look awful. And then there's going to be two minutes left in the game. If the game's going to be tied or they're going to be down four. And here's Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady does. And Tom Brady always gets it done, boys. All right, boys, we get to the Monday night game, the Russ and Wilson revenge game. Denver bringing in Russ and the, Russ taking his Denver crew to Seattle at plus six and a half with Geno Smith as their quarterback. Rob, Geno pulls the upset in this one, doesn't he? No. Uh, <laughs> I was I was actually going to say, who is the quarterback for the Seahawks? And because and, I, I don't even know. I mean, it, it could be Geno or I, who knows. But um, – Denver is definitely going to be better on the offensive side with Russell Wilson. 
I don't know, you know, how much more he has uh, in his tank. Uh, you know, he, he's had uh, a long career doing a lot of running around uh, on that, on those legs. But I mean, is, is Seattle, I mean, can we say Seattle is in a rebuild? Uh, oh, 100%. Full, full on rebuild. You trade Russell I'm, Wilson, you have to be. Right. And, and, you know, you know, that poor coach, you know, being, you know, I guess what, he's the oldest coach in the league, right? Um, Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll. I mean, for him, to have, tech, yeah. for, him to, for him to have to go through a, a, a rebuild, I mean, that's kind of tough for, for anybody. So, uh, I'm 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 definitely picking Denver, even though uh, they are an AF, uh, AFC West rival. Uh, I think Russell Wilson will will help this team, and uh, it's definitely a big upgrade from Drew Locke. Who isn't Drew Locke on Seattle too as well? Yeah, yeah, he is. So, he was gonna. They, they wanted him to be the starter, but he played so bad they had to give it to Geno. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Geno. He, he was from West Virginia, right? That's the same. Yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah, same. Oh yeah, Rob Ryan drafted him. Like uh, after he was Mark Sanchez. Rob Ryan uh, drafted Geno after Mark. After Mark. Yeah, yeah. It's same. Oh, same yeah. Geno Smith from ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we we can't really talk that much about Seattle. So I, I'm going with Denver, uh, given six and a half. Uh, I I think they'll win by you know ten, you know maybe two touchdowns. Craig, I mean, Geno Smith gets it, getting it done, or and spoils the Russ Wilson uh, train here, or are you uh, riding? Are you are you? Uh, let's ride it. No, even something that I believe in even more than the Baker Mayfield revenge game is the Russell Wilson revenge game, and that's because of the talent on the other side of the field. Um, Denver's just their roster is just so much better than Seattle already. And then you add in the Russell Wilson kind of revenge deal and the game is in Seattle. So I feel like that gives Russ even more of a, of kind of a reason to go out there and perform. I, I feel like Russ knows the bread and butter in Seattle is the crowd in the run game. And he can take both of them out of the game in the first quarter. Uh, if he goes out there and puts up some points, uh, I, I don't even see this one being close, man. I got, I got Denver covering by a mile. Um, yeah, I just I, I think it's going to be a throttling. Kitty's got the Broncos as well. Uh, so Tanner Tanner chiming in from Sports Buffoons. Make sure you guys are checking out the Sports Buffoons and all their stuff. Uh, Bodkins Buffoon as well uh, are with them. Uh, but in the words of uh, Russ Wilson, let's ride. We're all in on the Broncos, baby. So, boys, that was uh, our week one. Rob, before you go, we do play. So, this season, uh, you'll be part of our guest picks, and you can come back any week. We'll probably invite you. Uh, I don't know 17 people, Rob, and there's 17 weeks. So, you'll be invited, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> middle of the season to come back. Uh, but it'll be me, Kenny, and Craig picking each week against pickers. Uh, and at the end of the season, that's why I was writing them down. We're going to see who has the best record against the spread. And we're playing for the most – prestigious prize in all of sports pick'em shows the bodkin show medal gold medal baby that's what we're playing for boys that's right that's what daddy's gonna be wearing kids after week 17 when they find out how much of a genius i am i'm gonna be wearing this to work every freaking day and they're gonna say bodkins what's that i'm gonna say i'm the smartest pick'em ever that's why that's why i'm wearing it i'm first place
Rob, I can't thank you enough for joining us tonight. Uh, I'm going to let you get out of here before Craig gets into his fantasy stuff. Again, where can we find your stuff? And, again, we appreciate you coming on, Rob. Uh, thank you. Uh, you can you can check us out on the uh, Let's Sports uh, Let's Talk Sports Network, uh, the the Nova Nation podcast, and also uh, the College uh, Roundup show. We do that um, every other week. Uh, we you know we make some picks, kind of like we did here, and um, just check us out. Let's Talk Sports Network. We're there. Thank you Rob, again for having me. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you. Uh, come back anytime. I'll hit you up. Uh, we'll get you midweek. We'll see. We'll announce on Sunday show how well you did and uh, who's uh, in first place. You might uh, be leading the guest pickers, so you're uh, try to get them right right on the right track here. Thank you, sir. It's been fun. Hey, always, Rob. It was a pleasure. Pleasure meeting you too, Craig. Thank you. All right, Craig. Uh, this is where we just have some cool graphic, but Kenny ditched us so uh, for some family matters, and it's supposed to be K&K's Fantasy Corner. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Uh, as you said, Kenny did pick, give me, sent me his picks as well. But give me uh, three must-starts, that three guys that you're looking at. You got to start this week if you can, and then – Three. We'll do starts first, and then we'll get into three must. Hey, if you if you don't if you can't play them, don't play them. I don't want to say you have to sit them because you know. I mean, there may not be other options, but just you know, three guys that you're like, eh. If you don't have, if you can't play, if you don't have to play them, don't play them. So with these start sits, we're usually looking kind of in the flex area. You know, um, I can't come out here and tell you 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 know you must start Jonathan Taylor this week because <laughs> I feel like when you draft guys like you know at the top, you have to start them. Regardless, so we're kind of looking in the flex area. Uh, my first must start of the week um, is Gabe Davis uh, against the Rams. Uh, we know what kind of corner Jalen Ramsey is, and if he's got the assignment on Stephon Diggs, I look for Gabe Davis to have a pretty big day. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game um, between both teams. And so I feel like if, if Gabe Davis is one of your flex options, there's no way you can have that guy on the bench this week. My, uh, yeah, go ahead and give your three, and then I'll give Kenny's three. Okay. Um, the second one I've got, I'm going with uh, Damian Pierce against the Colts. Um, I think the Colts are going to run the ball a lot, and I think the Texans are going to kind of try to keep the uh, kind of gritty, dirty pace going, too. Lovey Smith likes to play defense from the ball and, and, and kind of keep it close. I picked the Texans uh, to keep it close enough to cover, and Damian Pierce was going pretty late. I feel like in a game like this, he's going to – He's going to touch the ball 12 to 16 times, and if you can get that in your flex area, um, you got to take it. So I feel like Damian Pierce is a must-start this week. And then the third one I'm going to go with Hollywood I, Brown. I just, I just want to rebuttal real quick on that on that because uh, we – what was that? The te- so you did pick the – you got the Texans on the spread So because it's going to be closer, you think? But if any – are you not worried if Indy starts getting a lead that they're not going to be able to feed Pierce? Um, well, I mean, that's always kind of a worry, but I guess that's your worry with any running back. But I, I, I picked the game to be close. I feel like the Texans are going to keep it close enough that they, they don't have to abandon the run. Um, they're going to try to try to run the ball enough in the first half. You know, if Damian Pierce can touch the ball, you know, eight to 10 times in the first half and get six more touches in the second half, about 16 touches in the flex. I got to take that. All right. Uh, and then, uh, give me your last, uh, must start here. And then the third must start I've got, I'm going with Hollywood Brown with DeAndre Hopkins being out um, against the Chiefs. 
Um, I picked the Chiefs to come out and, and, and put some points on the board. So I think Arizona is going to have to, you know, try to keep the pace with them. They're going to have to try to match uh, throwing the football. And I feel like Hollywood Brown is, you know, in line to have a pretty big day. Um, regardless of how Arizona does, I feel like Hollywood Brown could, could end the day, you know, with a handful of catches, um, might break one loose, get a touchdown. But um, in a matchup like this with DeAndre Hopkins out, I like Hollywood Brown. All right, so uh, let me look at Kenny's here. Here and uh, so his must start. He's got Damon Pierce as well, uh, and then so his must starts ranked outside the top twenty-four, and he's got he's got Damian Pierce running back twenty-nine. You got to start him, he said, and then he's all in on Amari Cooper uh, as kind of the only Browns receiver there. Uh, Brissett's going to have to feed him the ball. His wide receiver, 33. And then he's got uh, Dawson Knox, who just signed the nice contract earlier today um, as a must-start as tight end 12. So that's Kenny, kind of Kenny's must-start. So who's three guys that we're kind of fading here, Craig, that uh, hey, if you can't, if you don't have to play him, you should, probably shouldn't play him? Um, so the first guy I'm going to go with is Devin Singletary. Um, I know he finished the year off strong last year. And um, there's a lot of promise for him, but that Rams defense is not is not kind to running backs, first of all. And I've got a lot of points scored in this game. I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth. Um, but Zach Moss is in that backfield. They just drafted James Cook. So I'm not I'm not feeling confident enough to put Devin Singletary in the lineup unless if I have to. Now, he could come out and have a decent game. He could get some catches out of the backfield and, uh, you know, get a decent share of touches. But like I said, that Rams defense, I mean, it's usually not too friendly to running backs as a whole. And then that backfield's got a few hands in it. And if I can avoid playing Devin Singletary this week, um, then, I, then I'm going to try to. All right. Who, who's number two here? Um, the second one I got, I'm going to go with James Robinson. I know they said that he's playing this week. Um but for me, it's just a little too soon for me to put him out there in my lineup. Um, coming off that injury, we don't know what kind of workload he's going to get. Um, now, in, in our previous fantasy show, I picked Travis Etienne to, to be a guy that I thought was getting drafted a little too high because I think James Robinson is going to play a prominent role this season. Um, but I think he's going to kind of get eased into that. So, you know, after this week, a lot of people might look at me like, hey, look at the game Travis Etienne just had because I think he's due for a big week. Um, I think James Robinson's going to kind of get slowed into that role. So I feel like if you have James Robinson on your team and he doesn't have a good week, hold on to him because those weeks are coming. But I think he's going to get eased into it. So if you have James Robinson and you can avoid starting him this week, I, I wouldn't start him. All right. And what's the last one? And then the third guy, um, I mean, maybe it's a cop out. I'm going up with another guy coming off the injury that I'm just not going to buy into yet. I'm going to go with Chris Godwin here. Um, like you said, the Bucks added, you know, Julio. They got Russell Gage. They got Kyle Rudolph. Um, Mike Evans is still there. So there's a lot of options, a lot of weapons. And I see no reason. They're, they're saying Chris Godwin's going to play, but I see no reason for him to be out there a bulk of the time. So, I'm not feeling confident enough to put Chris Godwin in my lineup if I've got him on my team yet. Yeah, I wouldn't even – who knows what his uh, share is going to be, right? Like, I mean, how many snaps – who knows what his snap counts. He's probably going to be on limited snap count if he does play on on that late Sunday night game. And, so, and, uh, and we saw last year – I mean, I was an Antonio Brown holder in fantasy last year, and we saw even when he was kind of hurt, the Bucks would play him 
and just kind of almost put him out in a decoy role or he would he would start and he'd get, you know, maybe a 30 percent snap share. Um, and I kind of see that kind of going for Chris Godwin, at least here early in the season. I wouldn't feel too confident. Yeah. So uh, Kenny's must sits uh, ranked 24 through 36. Uh, he's got Devin Singletary as well. Uh, and then uh, from Buffalo, the, and then he's got Christian Kirk, wide receiver 33, uh, sitting out. Uh, I guess he's not buying into the Kirk hype and everybody that they're they have. And then Zach Hurts, I mean, I kind of agree with that. Zach Hurts, there, uh, just due to the fact that uh, I'm not Kyler Murray doesn't really throw to the tight end a whole lot, like uh, it's not something that happens. And you they they added they have Rondell Moore, they uh, added um, they added a Hollywood Brown, AJ Green still there. I feel like they drafted another wide receiver uh, as well. I just off the top of my head, I can't think of it. Here's a guy that I like. I'm gonna give you one quick must start and uh, kind of stayed in that t- tomorrow night's game, and that's our boy Allen Robinson. Uh, you look at Notre Devavius White for uh, the Buffalo for the next four games. That means their number two corner's got to guard Cooper Cup, and he's gonna be doubled. So what's that leave you? That leaves you Allen Robinson and Allen Robinson can get it done, folks. He can go up and get it. He's going to, he can make a lot of catches. Uh, Is he OBJ in this offense? I don't think so, but is he just as capable as Robert Woods? A hundred percent. He is. He could be Robert Woods, uh, you know, of last year or even two, especially two years ago before Robert got hurt. So I'm all in on Allen Robinson uh, tomorrow night, even. Yeah, I like that pick. Actually, um, I, I thought about him as a guy on the list for pretty much all the reasons that you said. Uh, Van Jefferson's going to be out in this game, too, which is only going to help Allen Robinson. Uh, like you said, Cooper Cup coming off the year last year, he's got to be getting all the attention out there. Uh, no Van Jefferson, no Tredavious White. So I'm a big Allen Robinson guy already. Um, I think he's going to have a great year under Sean McVay. So I like that pick for this week. Yeah, that's a, that was just uh, my kind of pick him here on the uh, the guy I just thought about that I really really liked uh, to give it out. So, folks, hey Craig, uh, this that kind of wraps it up, my man. Uh, great K and K fantasy corner by Kenny and Craig. Uh, hopefully, next week Kenny will be able to join us and give us his live picks because he just sends them to me and uh, well, it's, he gives. Well, I don't know why he does what he does. He just uh, gives me the name. So. Uh, better when it comes from him and tells us exactly what's uh, what's going on in that big dumb brain of his and why he's uh, picking the things he does. So uh, this wraps up week one on our NFL preview. We, so boys, we have a still have a packed schedule coming to you the rest of the week. Friday night, uh, a special Friday night edition of Head Kicks and Haymakers uh, episode. Our only first ever Friday night show. Uh, I'm going to call it the Nate Diaz show. Uh, because it's uh, Nate Diaz uh, fight week. So give it up for Nate Diaz fight week uh, preview show on Friday night. So that'll be happening about 830 again, central time zone Friday night. Then we're back in uh, the morning, Sunday morning with our UFC 279 post show, Head Kicks and Haymakers. And then Sunday night again at 830, we'll be breaking down these games, letting you know how the games went and how we picked them what we thought, and then we'll kind of get into uh, Kenny and Craig's another little fantasy corner of, you know, who the guys that busted today and who surprised them, and then we'll be back on Wednesday uh, giving you some more fantasy news and picking them. So uh, this will be happening every week through uh, the NFL season. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, Craig, it's almost like Christmas tomorrow. I mean, 
I feel like Thursday is actually the little appetite you get and it just doesn't fulfill you. And you're like, Ooh, I want more. And then we get the full meal on Sunday. Yeah. It's kind of like the one present you get to open Christmas Eve. And then we have to sit for two, two days before we get the rest of it, you know? So, uh, but Hey, I'm excited for that one present. I feel like it's going to be a good, a, a good kickoff to the season tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm excited. Bills, Rams, uh, easily a, a Super Bowl type preview. If everybody stays healthy, Matthew Stafford, they say he's ready to go. Uh, no snap count, no nothing. He's ready. He's ready to return to form. Sneaky MVP pick by Matthew Stafford. I, I wanted to get into our picks and we'll wait till MVP picks. We'll wait till Kenny joins the show on Sunday night uh, to kind of pick who our MVP was. I couldn't think of anything to talk about on Sunday as I was going through some illnesses, but uh, what I really wanted to get to, but Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Folks, be a friend, tell a friend, share with a friend. Uh, this has been another great episode of the Bodkin Show. Uh, we'll be live uh, coming to you Friday night. No, Kirk Cousins is not doing anything, Tanner. I'm not buying into Minnesota at all, Kirk Cousins especially. But be a friend, tell a friend, share with a friend. Make sure you're checking everything out on Let's Talk Sports. And check out Tanner on the Sports Buffoons. They spill more dumb things than we do here on our show, obviously, if Tanner's clapping cheeks for Kirk Cousins. All right, folks, I'm going to hit the outro, baby. Be a friend, tell a friend, share with a friend. Hit the subscribe button. You know what to do. Oh, oh.